Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Searching for the loan that's right for your life or your business? The Bank of Clark County offers personal auto financing, personal loans and business lines of credit, mortgages and business real estate loans, home equity loans, personal and business construction loans, and more. Whether you're looking to upgrade your life or your business, the Bank of Clark County has the loan that fits. Visit your local Bank of Clark County branch or go to bankofclark.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Custom Inc. is an awesome way to recognize employees, thank customers, and outfit your teams with their favorite products and brands customized with your logo. CustomInc.com lets you make your mark on water bottles, backpacks, polos, jackets, and a ton more. Custom Inc. is your go-to custom gear partner with great customer service, quality products, and all-in pricing along with personalized help when you need it and an easy-to-use website when you don't. Oh yeah, and everything is 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Check out what we can do for your business at CustomInc.com. I'm Tamara Thomas, Editor-in-Chief of UrbanHealthToday.com, part of the DocWire family of medical news sites, and I want to thank you for tuning in to Urban Health Weekly. Our goal each week is to keep you informed of the latest in health and medical news right from today's headlines. It's time to empower yourself with open conversations about your medical care with news that matters to you. So are you ready? Let's get started. We're going to talk about overweight and obesity, but I just wanted to ask if you guys had the chance, have you heard of the the Nordo, Norvo Nord, Novo Nordisk commercial? It's, um, um, no. I, I heard this on the, it was a five minute commercial on a Steve Harvey morning show with Shirley Strawberry. She reads uh, the ad and it's called like the science behind weight loss. And it's okay. this whole thing where, she, where, where they talk about um, disparities and um, food deserts and access and all this other stuff. Okay. Um, it sounds good, but when you really listen to it, to me, it just, well, anyway, I'm not going to talk about the commercial itself because, you know, they, they have to read it, but they didn't really say specifically in the ad. I mean, you know that they're advertising something because she starts off and she goes, this is sponsored by Novo Nordisk. And then, so I decided to go to their website and look up, you know, what they're doing. And yeah. there's this drug called Semaglitude. Okay. Um, it's the brand name is Ozempic. So it's a diabetes drug that's now approved for weight loss. And I think it uses the um, GLP-1, the glucagon-like peptide molecule uh, to make people feel fuller, which in theory oh. supposed to lead to less food consumption. Okay. You with that, yes, right? But, yeah. The problem though, for me is that people don't always eat because of hunger. I was going to say, I don't, I don't eat because of hunger. I mean, I might eat because of hunger, but I really get full right away. I eat because of cravings. Right. Um, people so eat is it going to do anything for cravings? I don't know. Because a lot of the reasons people, it's like boredom, mouth. Oh, yes. Yeah. Sensory input. You're Sometimes. just bored. Yeah. Right. It's thirst. That's right. It's addiction. 
You know, a lot of people, when they stop smoking, for example, because they miss that hand to mouth thing, they start eating more. It's sorrow. It's a habit. It's a reward. It's you. It's so many different things. It's not it's just so many things. It's craving, not hunger. Yes. Right. There are thousands of reasons why people eat, and I'm not. Yeah, why does anybody eat dessert? It's not because you're hungry. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I'm not certain they factored all of this in. You know, and people need to understand the reasons why they overeat first, and then they can choose better because they have more options and they have more mastery of themselves and they understand where it's coming like you have to understand the why first and not just I don't know science always has this way of breaking up the human body into pieces but you know they still don't realize that everything about us is interconnected and I think once they really understand that then I think medicine in this country western medicine will be better so they use the word cuts down on cravings I wonder they They don't don't even use the word weight they say um they say, what is the word they use? They say something along the lines of, um, what's the term they use? They use the term- Satiety, satiety. No, not satiety, no, nothing like Fullness. that. They don't, they don't use weight. They use uh, another term, they use mass. Oh. Yeah. So they say that, that people reduce their body mass. Oh, okay, so they're using like BMI, okay. Yeah. Ah. yeah. So, you know, and then on average, I think it's like 15% of body mass over 68 weeks. So 68 weeks to only lose 15% of your body mass. Well, that's a lot. I think that's a lot. Uh, 68 weeks. That's like over a year. Well, if if you are. I guess they're taking the position you're not trying. It's just you're going about your regular day. 170 pounds at the end of 68 weeks that's that's a pound every two weeks that's that's not bad that's that's, that's a very manageable weight loss but do you need a drug to do that i propose that you probably don't yeah yeah, that's what i'm asking yeah there's a lot here to unravel so let's let's look at the first thing where we talked about that food is not really just because you're hungry, especially right. here in the West. You, yeah. you, you know, uh, um, for the most part, you know, we're, we're all blessed. There's a lot of people out there that, that that's not the case. They're hungry, so they eat. But we're talking about people who are overeating here. So, And, and also, I want to point out that sometimes it's not about overeating. Like, all obesity is oh, not yeah. about overeating. That's a lot of it is hormones. It's a lot of it is endo exactly endo endocrine disruption. Right. Well, let's look at and our, the foods our and what's happening is a lot of the food that we think are normal healthy food, the body doesn't know what to do with a lot of that stuff and just stores it as fat. So, in a lot of cases, it's not overeating; it's mm. eating poorly. And not really. And that you could you could give somebody a calorie restricted diet and just but inject if the them calories they're consuming are not quality calories, it yeah. doesn't matter. Yes, but also you can make somebody gain weight by injecting them with insulin. Right there, you know, it's not just a case of like it is hormones. Okay. It's all kinds of things going on. Okay. So well, let's, let's take it first. People are are pack animals. Yes. So you know, back back in the day, uh, you know, when I was young and I was a caveman. 
you know, we, we'd kill a buffalo, whatever. We'd sit around the campfire, talk and eat and eat and eat. It was dinner time, you know, or or whatever creature, or or whether it's a harvest or or fish or whatever. And people tend to do that. I mean, dinner time is social time. You spend it with your family and all that. Okay. Now, in some instances, it's by yourself. So, but when you do it with your family and as a group, again, nobody wants to be the outlier. I might eat less of that, but at the end of the day, the food's there, you eat it. You know, it's, it's, it's there and it, it's a little bit harder there. Um, however, this drug, you know, you're taking a program, you're doing all of this, you're, you're kind of trained how to avoid those type of situations. But to me, a lot of obesity is is cultural is let's call it tribal or whatever or, or whatever that you know we all get together we all eat we don't miss meals because if we miss a meal we feel that other people that socially eat with us you know what about them what are, what are they gonna do so and know, also there's eat. starving people in third world countries we won't say the third world country names but yeah. third world countries Children starving in. You mean in Manhattan? <laughs> <laughs> Is children starving in fill in the blank third world country? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah blah blah, and and, and you eat. So there's a lot of cultural things to eating, and um, in, in making in all that that sometimes are a little difficult, and I think that causes a bit of obesity, especially here yes. in, in in America. Um, the second thing is that these programs tend to take away your urges. So your urge to snack between meals is very important. Your urge to grab that uh, bag of Oreos after, after everybody ate uh, uh, and you're watching whatever, you know, that, that part of you kind of disappears. That urge disappears when you take these drugs. So do Supposedly. They that's kind Supposedly. of a craving because it's pleasurable to eat. Yeah. That's why right. people Right, exactly. Because so, it tastes because it tastes good. It feels it feels this nice mouth feel, right. you know. And it, as you said, it's a social thing. Yeah. So, but that's what I think. That's what I'm trying to say is that. Yeah. But on the there, average, there's more. There's more. There's a number of reasons yeah. why people eat, and it's not always because people right. don't grab the Oreos because they're yeah. hungry. Yeah. See the way these programs work because these programs, uh, they, there's a lot of websites out there. Uh, that that mentioned this, um, you know. Well, I'll actually maybe we'll include a link or two to some. Okay. I mean, not endorse, not as an endorsement. Uh, I believe one of them is Calibrate.com um, that that does it. They, you know, they give you this particular drug that you're talking about. It's the Ozempic, you, okay. Yeah, it, it's given to you in a 52 week program. You have to sign up for all 52 weeks. And but you, you also get, get counseling and such, but right? You, you have to sit down and get at least half an hour of counseling every week. Hmm. And what they tell you is don't eat between meals. Don't do this. Don't do that. You know, you, you report back on your findings, blah, 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 blah. In that type of environment, it does work over a hundred people, it will work. Is it a guarantee to work? The answer is no, because some lifestyle changes have to be made. Yes. Just taking the drug and you keep eating what you're eating, that's not gonna do anything. That's not what this drug does. That's like smoking while you're on the patch. <laughs> yeah. And believe me, there was some other drugs before that they had to get rid of. Uh, I think Fenfen was one of them. Oh yeah, I remember the fallout from Fenfen. Oh my God, do I remember that one. But um, but uh, at the end of the day, that that you know, you theoretically you could eat whatever you want, but your metabolism would would raise to such a level that you would just melt the fat away. 
Oh, wow. It's insane because really what it was doing is it was an amphetamine. And it was... Oh, yeah, oh was, my goodness. It was making crazy um, in, in terms of... That's why they had to pull it off the market. Oh, wow. Uh, in terms of that. So that's another way to... You know, there's a lot of different ways to fool the body. Um, right, they, but should they, we be fooling the body? I, I think that's kind of where I'm... I'm going with this. Well, you know, so, sometimes because the body sure. has wisdom. The body has wisdom, and I know I sound new agey and hokey and all that. I know. <laughs> I'm just. I know, but just just hear me yep. out. I'm just saying that done right, you can do this, and you don't need to rely yeah, right, on. You know what? Your typical patient is 45, 50 years old. Okay. Have they gotten it right? No, they haven't. Well, because right. they people people don't know. Okay. that's the problem. So, people don't so know. Now you go on this website, you take this little injection. But that's not knowledge, you it, know, because it, you they know. didn't say that they did counseling. So they said that it, they did a 2021 trial with uh 1,900 adults with a BMI over 30, and um they were allocated in a two to one ratio to treatment with semaglutide or a placebo. The treatment group self-administered weekly injections of 2.4 milligrams of semaglutide. The control group received the placebo in the same way. In the treatment group, participants lost on average 14.9% of their body mass over the 68 weeks of the trial. Those receiving placebo reduced their weight by 2.4% on average. So there was no other intervention other than the the they sent them home with the with the Ozempic and said inject mm -hmm. yourself with this every week or I don't know what the frequency was, but that was it. I think fifteen percent is they didn't they didn't have any counseling they didn't have any. We're overweight. I mean, if you're sixty eight weeks. So I know I know it's half. A, I know you it. say half a loaf is better than none. I'm just saying that. There's a better way than, and how, how much is this drug anyway? Because know, we're, we're talking about- That's a good question because- much. Yeah, I think it's actually almost generic at this point. It's not, it's not that much. Diabetes drugs for the most part are not that much because there's so many of them and there's so much competition. So you can okay, find one in your price range in general. But is that what you're saying? this has become repurposed. Once they repurpose the drug- Oh, is this a repurposing? Yes. Of, yeah, yeah, it used to be a diabetes drug and, and yeah. because that space. Yeah, is how is that different than like a metformin? Oh, I guess it works on something different. Okay. Uh, yeah, because it works on the GL, the yeah. GLP-1 molecule. So well, let me ask you, I mean, what do you feel about like gastric bypass surgery, which is of course much more extreme, but it definitely makes people lose weight. I mean- Well, I like the, the I mean, yeah, it is more extreme, but I prefer that. Because at you least prefer that it, to an yeah, injectable. I do prefer that to an injectable because you have such a small stomach now that now you have to be conscious because you you don't want to undo your surgery. And now you have to be very selective in what you eat. So you don't have the but luxury of eating eat around, but you can eat around. A lot of people who get the gastric bypass, they'll lose a tremendous amount of weight that they really couldn't lose before at all but right. a lot of them gain quite a significant amount back but really? not really all of it. Yeah. well after a few years they go a lot longer post-surgery than so what's happening is their stomach st is stretching what's what's going on i uh, know it's very complicated they're not sure first of all why is it for example that some people they have the surgery and then the next day they're off let's say they're metformin the next day because they take part of the fundus 
part of the stomach. Right. It's it's more complicated than just the fact that they're now got portion control imposed upon them because their numbers instantly change. It's much more complicated than just uh, caloric restriction. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Okay. There's something else going on. It's really complicated. So, but that that's still drastic. I mean, when you get that surgery, there's a lot of pros, but there's some cons too. You know, I mean, you um sometimes you're if you're doing the rule and why you're now bypassing the stomach altogether, which means you have to, you don't necessarily let's say you have like um let's say you have some kind of gastrointestinal stuff before. Now you're not gonna you're not going to be able to take nutrition through the stomach as easily. It goes directly. Well, don't they, they, they make sure to save the intrinsic factor of the stomach, don't they? So that you at least have that digestion. Well, I think it depends what kind of, there's definitely something, but it also de- depends on what, um, what kind of, uh, cause there's ruin why there's gastric sleeve, like there's a, but you're telling me you would you would choose the surgery over Not the me. Mat. I'm saying if somebody, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't personally do it. I'm saying if somebody said I can do surgery or I can do a lifetime of this drug, which oh, which I I could see why they would do a year of that drug and then. But, see but you're still going to run into the same problem. But you know why? Because there's no education about food people have to be educated about food that's the argument some people make that's the argument some people make about like the bypass surgeries um or the bariatric and and now that you explain that to me i'm going back to what i'm saying about what's going to give lasting benefit and what's going to give lasting benefit education education Ah. yes all right all right yeah, that's all. I, that's all I'm saying. Lou, did you want to? I, you know, I ain't gonna cut myself for for um, to lose weight. I, I'm not a big believer in the bypass surgery. I, I realize that for some people it's life saving if they're right morbidly obese yeah. and all that. So I, I'm not gonna take a position that right. an absolute ban. Um, you know, I I'm also of the feeling that long term. It's a lifestyle thing. Now. Yeah, absolutely. However, mm-hmm. however, I think that there's there's a lot of good to be said that I'm going to get a short term boost. I'm going to get a one year boost where my BMI is down by fifteen percent. But in the meantime, are you getting education so that you can keep those results? I, I think that that's part of it. It gives me a one year to modify my habits. And if I'm serious, if you about know this, how to modify your habits, a lot of people don't well, know from well, what. It takes a while. I mean, it takes a while. Who is giving? Who is giving? Okay, if somebody's just saying to you, okay, you have to restrict your calories and you have to make sure not to snack in between. That's not enough because if you're eating, if, if the meals you're eating are low quality meals. Right. Then once you stop taking it, it's gonna be like like uh like Rogaine, right? Once you stop, the hair loss starts coming back. So you're going to have to stay on it if you want to get, continue to get these results. And by the way, if you're artificially putting GLP-1 into your body, what do you think is going to happen to your own GLP-1 levels? 
I, I think it's that's why you, this is a one year one year and done deal. This uh, was more than one year. This was sixty eight weeks. Okay, there's only fifty two weeks in a year. All right, so okay. for fourteen months you're on this thing. You get you know you lose fifteen percent of your BMI. Let's say that's your goal to be healthy. I think that at that point you it gives you enough time to figure out how to do a, a stasis type diet where. You know, it's 2,500 calories. Because remember, to lose weight, you, you've got to go below that 2,500 calorie a day limit, more or less. You know, for different everybody, it's a different number. But right. let's just make it 2,500. Which is actually very generous yeah. for a lot of the population. Okay, so it's 2,500. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. I have problems staying under 2,500. I find that really hard to do. <laughs> just walk a lot, you know? It's, <laughs> you know, it's calories in, calories out. If you if you need to do that, then just you know walk through. Yeah, you have to remember that that twenty five hundred calorie standard. It's like the seatbelts in the cars. They're not designed with you in mind. They were mm. based on a man's body. So, right. just remember that. 2,500 calories is not for everyone. Like everyone, like you see all these labels based on a 2,000 calorie diet. Even that sometimes, depending on, on your dimension, mm -hmm. that's sometimes that's too much also. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. I find 2,000 calories almost impossible to stay under unless well, I'm everything doing is so calorically is so, right. so calorically high nowadays that right. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. right. But, right. but go ahead. No, so so at the end of the day, my my feeling is that there's a difference between losing weight and maintaining weight. I think maintaining weight is a lot more doable than losing weight. Now, there are some psychological training and lifestyle training that has to go along with it. You didn't get to be overweight for nothing, you know? Uh, however, it, in a lot of people, it, it took years. It's not like one day I woke up and it's like, what happened right. now? This yeah. is a process. Yeah. You, you know, as, as I went from a size 38 to a size 42, I passed a couple of, uh, a couple of waist sizes there, you know, it, they, they were, there was a process and there was some up and downs, but there were less, there were less downs than ups. I mean, yeah, less downs than ups. So so at the end of the day, you know, you, you gain five, you lost four. You gain five, lost four. I think that's what it's like for most people. Uh, it's, it doesn't just all come up at once. Mm. And to maintain it, if you do make it a conscious effort, I think it's a lot more doable than say, okay, just by diet alone, you got to lose five pounds. That's very difficult or 10 pounds. It, it takes exercise. It takes willpower and, and drugs sometimes help. Mm. Yeah. And I think willpower only goes, haven't we established willpower can only go so long? It only goes so long. And don't forget what happens when you don't have a stable BMI, slower cognition. Right. Now, what happens when we consume too many calories or nutrient poor foods or foods that cause inflammation? It's not always about overeating as we just discussed. So let's talk quickly about the many ways ob obesity impacts your health. So let's look at some data. As of 2021, uh, almost 38% of men and 41% of women are considered to be obese in the United States. That's twice as many people as 30 years ago. And right now about 15% of children and teens are overweight. And that's three times as many as in the 1980s. How many, 15%? 15% of children and teens okay. are overweight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So 15% of minors. 
Um, you know, weight problems take a hefty toll on the body and the mind, as we were just talking about. A healthy weight sets the stage for bone, muscle, brain, heart, and others to play their parts smoothly and efficiently for many years. Excess weight, especially obesity, diminishes almost every aspect of health, from reproductive and respiratory function to memory and mood. Obesity increases the risk of several debilitating and deadly diseases, including diabetes, heart disease, and some cancers. It does this through a variety of pathways. Some are straightforward as the mechanical stress of carrying extra pounds and some involving complex changes in hormones and metabolism. Obesity decreases the quality of life and length of life and increases individual national and global healthcare costs. So the good news though, is that weight loss can curtail some obesity related risks. Now let's look at some of the issues. Obesity may pose breathing threat for women. So higher BMI is linked to COPD and asthma for women during midlife. Premenopausal women with severe obesity had a 67% risk for chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, COPD, while postmenopausal women had a 57% elevated risk compared with women of normal weight. Being overweight or having obesity increases your risk of getting cancer. You may be surprised to learn that being overweight or having obesity are linked with a higher risk of getting 13 types of cancer. And I'm going to list those cancers for you. Adenocarcinoma of the esophagus, breast cancer, colon and rectum cancer, or colorectal as it's collectively called, uterine cancer, gallbladder, upper stomach, kidneys, liver, ovaries, pancreas, thyroid, meningioma, and multiple myeloma. So how can obesity cause cancer? Overweight and obesity can cause changes in the body that help lead to cancer. These changes can include long-lasting inflammation and higher than normal levels of insulin, insulin-like growth factor, and sex hormone. The risk of cancer increases with the more excess weight a person gains and the longer a person is overweight. The latest science is quite clear that excess weight can carry considerable health risks, including a higher risk of heart attack and stroke, says Dr. George Pletsky, Director of Preventive Cardiology at Harvard-affiliated Brigham and Women's Hospital. While there is no one-size-fits-all number when it comes to a person's ideal weight, men should not ignore significant weight and the implications it has on their future. <sighs> that was a mouthful there. So I just you know, want people to think about this. And by the way, please don't send me hate mail, you know, and saying that I'm fat shaming people. I'm not fat shaming. I'm just informing you of the realities of carrying excess weight. You know, there's this whole movement now, like you can't talk to anybody about, oh, you're fat shaming me. No, I'm not. I'm telling you that, that there are health risks to mm -hmm. carrying this. There's, it's, it's no coincidence that obesity is on the rise and cancers are on the rise, right? Mm -hmm. It's no coincidence that um, young people now born after 1990 are more prone to cancer mm -hmm. than any other generation cohort. Okay, but let me let me just uh, stop it right there for a second. Yeah. Because I was born significantly before 1990 <laughs> as the old person. <laughs> let, me, let me explain. Let me explain this and then we can wrap it up. Because after that, yeah. there's going to be nothing else to say. This is my life before 1990. <laughs> I was a kid, so when I had to go entertain myself, 
I had to run around. I had to play ball. I had to go do yeah. something that was physically active. Right. You okay. stayed out until the street lights this, came, and then okay, you went home. That was an option. I had five TV channels, and I had. And if I didn't want to watch what was on those TV channels, I'd go out for a walk. I'd find something to do. I'd go to the around. playground. Go I, play stickball or something. Night, well, yeah. now, I'm, now I'm an adult. Oh, okay. It, it's it's there's only five channels, so I'll go out for a walk. I'll have a conversation. I'll putz around. I'll, I'll work on a hobby. I'll do something. Okay, this is my life after 1990. I'm a kid. I'm bored. I go to my room. I play a video game. I sit on the bed. Okay. Yeah. I'm an adult. I'm bored. Okay. I've got 258 channels plus Netflix plus Amazon plus YouTube plus the Roku with 800 other things. And I'm going to sit there and watch my favorite series because God forbid, I don't watch Ozark before everybody else and they tell me what the ending is and I won't be able to discuss it. (laughs) And with that, I want to just drop the mic on this one. We have different lives right now and those lives are the cause of all of this. That's not the only cause. The other cause is the food. I keep going, you know, what what is it that Clinton said? It's the the economy stupid. It's the food supply stupid. (laughs) What do you do when you sit on the couch you eat? You know, that's part of it. Yeah. People have sat sat on their couch for decades. The refrigerator is a lot closer now. Maybe we. Maybe that's true. Our our, our our homes are smaller now. That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like when you're on the playground, the refrigerators are bigger. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So so with that. You know, I was listening to Dr. Oz recently, and he was talking about how the big belly that people have is kind of an organ on its own. Did you know that? Oh, like the omentum? Is it like the omentum within the stomach? Is that what you mean? It's that adipose, it's that adipose tissue. You know, ah. you know, people have that like the giant gut. Yeah, it gives it's off its own hormones, right? Yes. And it and it wants oh, to be bad. So I'm just saying that's food for thought. Food for wow. Thought, you know? Listen, if you are obese and overweight and all of your labs are perfect and your doctor gives you a clean bill of health, by all means, you can ignore this. You don't have to listen to me. You don't have to listen to us. But for the rest of you, this is urgent, okay? Nobody's saying you have to be skinny. You can be thickums, but you've got to be a healthy thickum. That's all I want to say. And please remember, you only have one life and one body. So do your best to make it count so your years are full of life and full of health. Information equals transformation. So take these small steps and you'll see a difference. I am sure of it. That's all we have for today. Thank you so much. All right, so I'll talk to you next time. All right, talk to you guys next time. All right, sounds good. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Urban Health Weekly today. I hope you'll join me and my friends next week so you can stay informed and inspired to take control of your health. See you next time. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. You can't get much for five bucks these days. Unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 biggie bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT. Plus four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink. All for just five bucks. You got that bag. You got that biggie bag. You got that bag.
That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii.